At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Green Zone. With Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. And Wes, we're into the second quarter now in every game, the three games here in the afternoon window. Still scoreless out here in the desert, but the Raiders are finally starting to move the football. 7 7 now. Seattle is moving it in the snow. Mm-hmm. Uh, against the Bears. They've taken it down into Chicago territory. And right now the Steelers got, I believe, their first first down of the game. For more on that, let's go back out to Tank Williams. And Tank, you sprinkle that team money juice sometimes on it. And sometimes it's it's hard to stop the points. Right now they're all coming from the home team. Team, about what you would expect, too. I mean, you know, Kansas City, that offense has been getting itself together over the past couple of weeks. And Pittsburgh's still doing what they do. So we'll see what they can do on this drive. The interesting thing that I saw the last time the Steelers' defense was on the field was that T.J. Wilder, like he was a little banged up. Now I'm interested to see if he'll be able to come back out the next series. But if he's not able to, then that won't bode well for that Steelers' defense trying to slow down Kansas City. That being said, I think this is a pivotal drive for the Steelers right now. They need to go down somehow, some way, get some points. I mean, Najee Harris, that run game has been Kaiser Soze. It doesn't exist. So right now he's going to have to spread that ball around, whether it's the Deontay Johnson, get some other guys involved, and somehow, some way, try to manifest some points. So it's going to be another one right here for the Steelers. I mean, you went Kaiser Sose in the offense. Mm-hmm. Rather yeah. your pops, Kaiser Sose will get you. And they were just showing Steve Spagnuolo, who we know, Spags, if you followed his career as a coordinator in the NFL on the defensive side, 
Loves to bring the pressure, and mm-hmm. I think now up 14 nothing, this could be pin your ears back time. Willie Gay gets a stop there, so now Steelers are going to have a third down. Chiefs minus 20.5, 47.5 on the total. All right, and it looks like the Raiders might get the benefit of a pass interference call. Let's see if Foster Moreau uh, got that because it was going to be a long situation here. Would have been fourth and seven for the Raiders at about the 40-yard the line. Be very curious to see what they would have chosen to do, but it looks like they're going to get bailed out on the call. David Gascon, the watching this game for us. And David, right now, boy, offense is, uh, boy, talk about disappearing acts. We've seen nothing so far from either offense. I don't know if that's good or bad, guys, but the reality is these teams have to win out to possibly qualify for the postseason. That's not a guarantee. Raiders are moving the football pretty decently, though. They're averaging at 4.8 yards per play. Denver not so much at 1.8. Now, they've crossed midfield. The Raiders have a pass interference call, as you just alluded to, will result in a first down for the Raiders. So they're in a prime scoring position right now to get the first points of this affair. Uh, early on, the over-under total was at 41. It's dipped down now to 31 and a half. Uh, it's going to be right around that figure, I, I think, 33, 34. I'm still locked in the kickers on both sides uh, of the, the football for the Broncos and the Raiders. So we'll see. But I got plenty of prophecies that are in progress. I'd love to see the Raiders take a lead, maybe by a score or two, because then that puts all the pressure on Drew Locke to throw the football down the field, which would result in obviously in an INT. So we'll see. I mean, there's plenty of time left in this ballgame. Yeah, David, you mentioned that circling down here to 33 and a half we're seeing. Uh, right now, Bet MGM. It looks like the Raiders are primed to get some points here as they do have a first down left. Yeah, it's usually the Raiders getting the penalties. They showed the graphic average most penalties since 2000. It would be the Raiders, no matter whether they're in Oakland or Las Vegas or <laughs> wherever the hell they are. But nevertheless, Denver gives them 15, though. Roughing the passer on Harris, and then Carr hit Zay Jones, but a stop there in the run play. Jacobs loses two. Second and goal from the 10-yard line. Raiders currently at BetMGM laying three and a half, 34 and a half on the total. All right, so again, yeah, you're right. They go, what, Oakland to L.A., back mm-hmm. to Oakland. It doesn't matter. They're the Raiders, They're the Raiders, man. They have to get penalties. They've been doing it since, like, the creation of the franchise in the AFL. I think it's, it's part of their DNA. Uh, right now, Seattle's trying to get more points. They've got uh, what looks like a first and goal scenario here, and a late hit's going to be tacked on there. We might have just got our first points out here in the desert, as it looks like the Raiders the have reached. going to throw them up here? Let's see if they put the arms up, because uh, Renfro's celebrating like he scored, but the officials haven't said it yet. Now yeah, it, we do have a call. touchdown uh, card, Renfro, 10 yards out. So uh, the Raiders strike first here in a pivotal game, two seven and 7-7 teams. Like, this won't, I don't believe, officially eliminate the loser here, but this is essentially loser leave town. You know, this was a weird line move throughout the week, too, because it opened, what, about the Raiders minus one. It went up, I believe, Denver minus one. It swung all yeah, the way back. Yeah, it was kind of varied. At BetMGM, it was picked. There were some had Raiders minus one. There were some that closed Denver minus one. So, uh, right now, Raiders strike first. Uh, 10.48 left to go in the second quarter. PAT pending. All right, let's, let's take a look at, uh, at some of these uh, playoff odds here in the AFC. Speaking of the, the Raiders and certainly the Broncos here. And let's talk pre-flop. By the way, Seattle's in the uh, end zone again, so our Snowbirds starting to look pretty good there as Rashad Penny uh, finds Pater through the snow. When you look at this here, at the, this is again pre-flop here, Wes, before the season began, and uh, before today, rather, okay, before we had the results today. So with the, the Colts getting that big win now, boy, minus 3,500. Look mm-hmm. at the Patriots. Now, again, they're, they're going to be, we still believe, in good shape. Yes. Right? But still minus 3,500, and all of a sudden, you lose this one at home. 
The Bills, to me, were the tricky one. Before today's play, to miss was plus 330. Mm-hmm. They're not going to miss now. Now I, I can't see a scenario now with that win today uh, on the road in New England. They're going to be heavily favored yeah, in the last and, two. And, and a pretty uh, uh, hospitable schedule, shall we say, for the Buffalo Bills. They do get Atlanta coming in next week, January 2nd, and then they get the Jets at home. So two home games against two teams that are under 500. you got to think the Bills are going to take care of business. Uh, you mentioned New England. New England will get Jacksonville next Sunday. And then they got to go to Miami. That's always, and we talked about this a little bit yesterday mm-hmm. on Betting Across America, that's always a tricky spot for New England. That was a tricky spot all the years Tom Brady yep. was, was in Foxborough. I mean, they just, for some reason, don't play that well down there in Miami. And they usually have a fair amount of fan support, too, because obviously a lot of Northeasterners mm-hmm. live down there in South Florida. So you get a fair amount of Jets fans. You get a fair amount of Patriots fans. You get a fair amount of Bills fans. And hasn't really mattered, even with good crowd support on the road. Miami's really had their number. You know, the one thing I wanted to point out here, and this is, again, before action today, Chargers, to miss the playoffs, can't get an L, mm-hmm. plus 225. And they are they are in real jeopardy now of missing the postseason yeah. with that loss to Houston. And like most teams, not all teams, but most teams in the NFL, they get two divisional games mm-hmm. to finish the season. So you have Denver coming in, and you also have to go right here to Allegiant Stadium in Week 18 on January 9th against the Raiders. I want to point out two other teams here on this graphic. Get your opinion on it. It's the Raiders and the Broncos because of the head-to-head matchup of the nature of today's game with the Raiders currently leading right now 7 nothing. So to make both these teams were plus money mm-hmm. substantially. The Raiders, they hold on to this lead here, Wes, with the slip-sliding away Ravens. The Steelers right now are getting boat raced early against Kansas City. Uh, look, you just look at it and go with the Chargers slipping away, and they got to somehow figure out a way to, to to run the table here. But Rich Pisaccia and company, they're not dead. No, they're not. And if they do get a win over Denver, by the way, that sweeps the Denver Broncos. Because remember, that was the first game after uh, John Gruden yes. was let go as coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. First interim game for Rich Pisaccia. And they got the win there in mile high. Now leading early. Raiders do have a game at Indianapolis. And all of a sudden, Indianapolis team that it looked like, okay, maybe the bus is getting too loaded on Indianapolis. They have four offensive line starters out. And Darius Leonard, their Mm. captain of their defense, who, by the way, is going to miss this game, too, because of the uh, vaccine protocols and him not being vaccinated. So Raiders got to go to Indianapolis to start 2022. And then they'll get the Chargers at home. But all of a sudden, uh, you know, maybe nine and eight's going to have a shot. And then uh, we'll have Miami. They play tomorrow. I know we're going to get in that game later with Jimmy Ott. They play in New Orleans tomorrow. And you got a Miami team that doesn't look very good, but they've won six games in a row and still very much alive at seven and seven. You know, it really is fascinating because, again, a lot of things, a lot of doors in the AFC are opening mm-hmm. with the results that we had in the, in the early window today. So, again, these numbers are not changing. Again, these are all pre flop before. Uh, we opened business today here in week number 16 of the NFL. But I still think there's going to be some value no matter what happens the rest of the way here in this football game between the Raiders and Broncos. I just get the sense that de- depending if you think they can get hot here down the stretch, either one of these teams, depending on what happens, might still be a live dog. Yeah, and the uh, Raiders, by the way, if they do hang on, it's still 7 nothing. It's still very early as Denver now across into Raiders territory. Raiders with the win here would go to eight and seven. They'd be six and four in the conference. So that would leapfrog Baltimore and also the Los Angeles Chargers because they go by conference record here. So 
a big game really here for the Raiders. Denver, by the way, they don't have a lot of tiebreakers in their favor. Denver's only three and six in the AFC mm. at seven and seven. So still, still need not only this win, but they're going to probably need a little bit more help really. And the Ra- the Raiders just are kind of in a little bit better of a situation with that conference record. Very quickly, let's get back out to Eric at home because we mentioned the Snover possibility is alive and well, Eric, as uh, all of a sudden the uh, Seattle Seahawks there hit pay dirt for us. They do. Long drive. Uh, DJ Dallas, Rashad Penny, Gerald Everett, the uh, the who's who of the, the Seattle offense, kind of carried him down the field. A couple of defensive penalties by Chicago. Uh, Bears got the ball in pretty good field position now. Uh, with a chance to score here, about four minutes left. They're facing a second and 12. It's 14 to 7, Seattle. Good opportunity here for Nick Foles to maybe showcase himself for, for a team next year. And it is kind of setting up if the Bears can find score here to get your snow over here. So it is 14 uh, 7, a little over four minutes left as Foles drops back. And the ball did come loose on this last play. It looks like they blew it dead, though. So it is going to stick with, with Chicago. Uh, and a third and 12 upcoming. Yeah, again, in these type of conditions, you just wonder how many field goals are even going to be attempted, right? Yeah. So you got to think they're going to be a little bit more aggressive down there in the red zone here if you're looking for the Snover, uh, which is, I believe, coined and trademarked by Wes Reynolds. Yes, absolutely. Uh, 44 and a half, by the way, because it is going to be third and long for Chicago. So slightly juiced to the under at minus 120. Seahawks minus nine and a half at BetMGM. All right. Uh, Pat Mahomes doing Pat Mahomes things, but it looks like the Steelers are actually going to get a stop, if you can believe it, and force potentially a field goal. But remember, no Harrison Bucker will keep a watchful eye on what they might do on fourth and five in Pittsburgh territory. Come on back. It's Green Zone on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? 
I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is football season. It's time to download BetMGM Sports. It's Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds here on the Green Zone on VEASAN. And we thought maybe there was a turnover in our Snover game, but it looks like ball coming out. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the empty hand scenario. So I don't believe it's going to be reviewed now. Bears up against the third and 12 down 14-7. Yeah, third and 12 here in their own territory, I believe on their own 30-yard line. So We'll see if the Bears can get something going as Nick Foles got a lot of blue jerseys around him, but gets Cole Komet, so it is going to be a first down for the Bears. By the way, Seattle minus 7.5, even money, 44.5, the current total, 14-7 Seahawks. Uh, And we had points in the desert, and again, finally, the road team is on the board here, David Gascon, but a promising drive that got backed up, but they at least salvaged something. Yeah, it's that simple case, right, guys, where good teams find a way to win, bad teams always find a way to lose. And that's what Denver's been this season. For all the good that they've had, they always shoot themselves in the foot after a 40-yard pass to Jerry Judy from Drew Locke, illegal use of the hands, then a false start. So the ball was placed in the Raiders 35. All of a sudden, I had to back them up. So it went from second down and 24 to third down. They had to settle for a 49-yard field goal from Brandon McManus, which is good for me because obviously the <laughs> kickers are on the board now. Carlson has one. McManus has three. I'm chasing a couple overs right there. But in the second quarter, as it stands right now, it is seven to three Las Vegas. Uh, Wes was mentioned this earlier. Denver has to win this game today because they don't own any tiebreakers against anybody else that's in front of them in the AFC. So, I mean, you look at the Raiders situation. They've been left for dead a couple different times because the head coaching situation, mm-hmm. Henry Ruggs, the third. Uh, they're showing a lot of moxie, though, for a team that's had a ton of drama. Denver, not so much. They have talent on the offensive side, the defensive side. But the quarterback play has been the biggest hindrance for them, and they're in a must-win situation no matter what. You mentioned the quarterback uh, hindrance there for, for Denver. What are you seeing so far from Drew Locke? Uh, you know, I thought you made a great read, David, where they tried the, the trick play and he had somebody, uh, Noah Fan, I believe you said, wide open. He just was gun-shy to throw it. Look, they wanted to, Teddy Two Gloves yeah. to not turn it over. Drew Locke does have a propensity to turn it over. Have they taken the training wheels off? Or are they really dumbing it down for them? I know that we love to do this. And we look at a current quarterback. and We try to give a comp to someone from years past. 
And when I look at Drew Locke, I think of Jay Cutler 2.0. Wow. I mean, the way that he throws the football, he's got a good arm. He's got a big arm. But he throws balls into some tight windows and some inopportune times, and it costs his team badly. You think about some of the better game managers out there. That's the one thing they don't do. Don't do. Even Alex Smith, although he just recently retired, he's the complete opposite of what Drew Locke is. And so you look at him out of Missouri, you think, Big arm. It was in the SEC. He's got all the potential in the world. And then all of a sudden, he just throws a pass. You just, you're left scratching your head. I mean, I would take Mac Jones over Drew Locke. But I mean, for as good as Denver's defense has been this season, I mean, just go back to the 2015 season where they had a dead arm quarterback in Peyton Manning. They went all the way to the Super Bowl. And you're just looking for average quarterback play. And if you get that from Denver, I mean, this is a playoff team. But unfortunately, it's not. And you're trying to keep it with you're trying to keep up in the arms race with Mahomes, with Carr, and obviously with Justin Herbert. There's no real competition. It's unfortunate, but I mean that's the way that this AFC has been all season long. And unfortunately, you just don't have the kind of big arm that you love to have in the Mile High City. There's a guy right now that I know that plays in the state of Wisconsin. And um I wonder if he would come to the Mile High City next year. Cause I heard that's where the uh the, the often early retirement quarterbacks go just to get a couple more years on their fastball. Well, that would be very interesting, David, because I think Aaron Rodgers, he is right now the odds on favorite to win back-to-back MVPs. But that was always the, the, the idea was well, that he'd end up in Denver. I don't know if that's still well, in play. Th- and uh, which ownership is that other retired quarterback David right. is alluding to going to be leading there in Denver as the Bolins uh, trying to get a – willing buyer for that franchise. <laughs> so uh, right now, seven to three Raiders over the Broncos uh, Raiders going to have to punt it away here. Five nineteen left to go. And also Pittsburgh currently in Kansas city territory, 17, nothing couple really good catches by Claypool on this. Drive. You know, we mentioned that Rogers right now, the odds on favorite at minus minus one thirty. look at Brady now plus three seventy five. And the reason we reason why I bring that up is I don't know that that's done. Okay, because what Brady did today, I know it's Carolina, but he's going to do that now without weapons, mm-hmm. right? Because we know he still has Gronk. But, you know, as we were mentioning throughout the green zone here in the early part of the window, Brady just figures out a way. It doesn't matter. Cameron Brake today he utilized. Uh, you, you've got running backs you've never heard of that he's going to utilize. That's what he does. So while it looks like now this is over and Aaron Rodgers is going to win it, and again, there's a good reason why he's minus 130. Mm-hmm. We know about the political implications about maybe some people that are bitter, that are writers, whether they're going to vote for him or not, still voted on award. I don't know this is dead in the water. Jonathan Taylor, I saw some people say, oh, well, you know. Yeah, I saw up. that, too. And I, and I don't like to pick fights on social media. But I was like, I was that like, should help him. You know, I'm like, dude, do you not realize that he has four starters right. out on his offensive line? You try running behind guys that were from the and practice squad. Well, he's still good. He's still good they, numbers. They had the kid uh, 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 that was dressed up as Santa Claus mm-hmm. that was called up from the practice squad, that rookie. And, you know, he did a decent job. I think it was Will Freeze. So you're running behind that offensive line, and you still get over 100 yards and get a score. I was like, how What more do you want the guy to do? Right. I was like, Jonathan Taylor, we took a ding with that win? I thought it was actually more impressive. I'm right there with you. So I think it's right now a three-horse race. That's the way it feels to me. Let's get back out to Tank Williams and take a promising drive for the Steelers. Alas, it was left up to a kicker. Yeah, I mean, I feel like when you watch the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's like similar to watching the Rocky movie. Like, you know he's going to end up, like, storming back and making a comeback, but you just need to see how bloody he needs to get before he starts, like, swinging and connecting. And I thought it was 17 nothing. I thought they will get a field goal right here, put some points on the board and start making it move, but nah. 
you know, Claypool has a couple good catches, yet they missed the field goal, yet they're probably going to give Kansas City enough opportunity to go down, score a touchdown, likely get up 24-0, and then they'll be bloody enough for the <laughs> offense to kick and get and finally get some points on the board. So that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm calling before the half end. Yeah, and Tank, again, it's some, sometimes you go, oh, it's, what's the big deal, 17-0, three points. Getting that first score, getting a good feeling yeah. about a good drive, positivity for a team, and now it's just like, ugh. We finally got the ball down the field, and we get nothing. But to your point, Tank, Mike Tomlin's been there before. Ben Roethlisberger has been there before. Are you, is he getting enough time to make plays against this uh, Chiefs secondary? I mean, the one glimmer of hope that I saw in that last drive besides Claypool is that Najee Harris early on had a 21-yard run. And that's one thing that you want to be able to do against the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, ideally – you want to be able to run the ball early to try to keep that offense off the field so therefore they don't get a big lead on you. But at the same time, being able to establish some semblance of the run game should help the passing game. Obviously, they're missing Frymouth, but if Claypool can make some big plays, Deontay Johnson can make some other plays on the outside. They can have Najee helping them in the run and pass game. They can try to get some points on the board. I think uh, it's probably almost nearly impossible for the Steelers to win this game just because mm. I feel like the Kansas City Chiefs, the way that they've been playing ball lately on offense, defense, and even special teams, they look like they're clearly the better team and they've shown it early on here. But at least give me a game, Pittsburgh. And I don't know what it's going to take for Mike Tomlin to call all of them sorry in the locker room at halftime. It's going to take some kind of motivation to get that defense playing right, to get some stops, and for that offense to finally put it together, get some points on the board. So it looks like they're trying to find that motivation. That motivation may be 24 nothing. Yeah, and again, Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season in the history of his uh, tenure as the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. They lose today. He's going to be back to 500 mm-hmm. with a couple games to play. So tough sledding here. And again, the Chiefs have not been stopped. They've only had three drives. There's only five minutes to go in the first half. Touchdown, touchdown, field goal. They've been methodically moving the football down the field against the Steelers. But if the Steelers can't get them off the field, West to Tank's point, you, you don't want to say it's over in the second quarter. But if you can't get a stop, how are you going to get three stops? Well, and I got to credit Andy Reid and the offensive staff, Eric Bieniemy included, because the Chiefs, I think, early in the year, they were kind of being stubborn. It's like, oh, we can't do our normal explosive offense. We can't take all these deep shots. And they're throwing it underneath and kind of taking what the defense has given them and been able to move the ball. The Chiefs have had to play kind of a different way Mm -hmm. this year than they did last year. And part and parcel of that is because Patrick Mahomes not getting that turnover luck. Like last year, those – Balls that were nearly intercepted got dropped. This year, they're not necessarily getting dropped as the Chiefs do pick up another first down here. Chiefs minus 23 and a half, Ooh. 41 and a half, the current total, about four minutes left to go in the first half. Okay, neither game is, or none of these games so far, these three games are at halftime yet. The Raiders just got a stop of the Broncos. So right now, Denver's going to punt the ball back to uh, Vegas with just under three minutes to go there. And in our potential Snover right now, Russell Wilson trying to get points. And they just had a busted coverage, and they've got a first down at about the 20-yard line of Chicago with 39 ticks to go before First half, half total, mostly 20 and a half, so you should be good already, but there were some 21s out there. All right, so let's see if they can get more points before we hit halftime. And again, the Chiefs right now uh, right about their own 40-yard line uh, against the Steelers in a 17-0 lead. Don't go anywhere. It is the Green Zone on Visa and the Sports Betting Network.
you miss any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Check out replays of all of our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to VEASAN.com slash podcast. Get betting the, beating the book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got hardwood handicappers, the Lombardi line, follow the money, coast to coast hoops. We've got the green zone, of course, and many, many more. Actually, you can't see us on the podcast. you got to watch this live. These are all free and available now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you do get your podcast. But you can watch First Strike there if you like the UFC. Okay, we had a very interesting scenario play out in Kansas City, and it looks like we have more points there. We'll get to that in a second, but also points in our Snover potential. Let's go back out to Eric Edholm with more on the Bears and the Seahawks. First half over, cash those tickets. Yeah, and there was a a chance. I know Wes uh, mentioned that some people got in at 21 for the first half over some, uh, just a tick below that at 20 and a half. Both parties are happy now because Seattle kicks the field goal. Bears did have their hands on an interception. Uh, Artie Burns looked like he pulled it down, and then it came loose when he came down to the snowy turf. So (laughs) Chicago was not able to prevent the uh, the Myers field goal from 36 yards out. So it is 17-7 Seattle. We're inching closer to that uh, that second half full game, Snover, uh, as we uh, go to halftime right about now. Bears have less than uh, or just about 100 yards of offense, haven't gotten much going. Seattle's just been a little bit more explosive, a couple more big plays and more uh, sustained drives so far. All right, so so far Seattle, that 17-7 lead, what pre-flop about six and a half the Bears were getting there. So that one's going to be a dicey one in the second half, no matter which side you're on right now. But Seattle covering that first half number, and they do go over that posted total. Uh, very quickly, we mentioned Kansas City, and it looked like uh, uh, Hardman may have gotten the ball across the goal mm-hmm. line. Now, again, it's one of those weird rules in the NFL where the pylon kind of extends in perpetuity. Mm-hmm. So he didn't cross it inside of it, but maybe around it. But it looks like that touchdown is going to stand. Yeah, it is. And the extra point, by the way, no good. Elliot Fry uh, looked like one of my five irons in the in the fairway there. An absolute dead shank. Ah, so 23 nothing there. Let's and go reminder back. that Fry is kicking for Harrison Butker, who, of course, is out with COVID. All right, so that first half number, though, of the over should cash all by themselves. Kansas City 23. It's going to be very close. But, again, I, I think that most of those tickets are going to cash for that over despite that missed PAT. Let's go back out to Tank Williams with more on that with the Steelers and Chiefs and Tank. But, you, again, you hate to, to say this game's over at halftime, but, boy, RIP for, for Mike Tomlin and the boys here in Kansas City, at least on this Sunday, unless Ben can do it. He's done it before, but, my goodness, they are digging a hole. I mean, he's done it before, but, man, Dave, I mean, this is like the real-life version of Nasty Nate just stealing Kenny's cocktail fruit. And half baked. I mean, these boys cannot get a break. I mean, the pummeling and the bullying just continues, and I really don't see a way out. I mean, at least with these other games, I mean, the Minnesota Vikings were prone to giving up big leads. So mm-hmm. even though they were able to jump out on the on the uh, Steelers, we were like, all right, Pittsburgh could come back. I mean, we know what the uh, we know what the Vikings do, but these Kansas City Chiefs right now, man, they've been clicking on all phases of the ball. Like that defense has been playing well for a while now. That offense is starting to kind of get this act together over the past couple of weeks. So I really don't see a bright spot for the Steelers. I mean, I'm hopeful that they can put some points on the board because I need it as far as like fantasy purposes. But other than that, like if you're expecting the Steelers to come back and win, like 
I don't know what you've been sipping on, but you need to go ahead and airmail <laughs> me some because I would gladly take some of that stuff. You know, I saw a young comedian in Washington, D.C. named Dave Chappelle in the late 90s and uh, had no idea. Then Half Baked came out. That was Tank's reference. And I, I was like, this guy, this guy's hysterical. And then you see that movie. That is an amazing reference from going way back in the day for Dave Chappelle. Uh, meanwhile, in uh, Las Vegas, after that turnover by the Raiders, the Denver Drive stalls. But they do get three. Let's go back out to David Gascon for more on that. Because, David, it looked like Josh Jacobs just got a little uh, loose with the football to give away three points. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold on. I, I, I needed you guys to be on my side today. Dave, Wes. Yes. So the good news is, is we've just cashed on one ticket so far. Brandon McManus over five and a half points. Woo! That is the winner. In the books. So that's one. Now, yes. <laughs> going back to what you just mentioned, Dave. Yeah, Josh Jacobs carried the ball for four yards, lost the handle on it. The first turn of the ball game for Las Vegas. And so Denver had that uh, drive stall because of a Jerry Judy drop. It's just odd. I, I mentioned it early on in the show in the second half of games, but Judy has not played well this season. Uh, the previous drive, it was third down and, and seven. He ran a route six yards and was caught and stopped for it to result in a punting situation for the Broncos. This previous drive was third down and six. Drew Locke threw a pretty decent ball rolling out to his right. It hit Jerry Judy right in the hands, and he flat out dropped it. He was hot going to the sidelines. Mm. And so because that Broncos had to settle for three, they did get it right now. It is seven to six, Las Vegas with the advantage at the end of the first half. Yeah, David, you know, again, it is bizarre when you look back on that draft with Ruggs and Judy going back to back, and then C.D. Lamb went a couple picks later down there to Dallas. Mm -hmm. I'm sure if they had a redraft today, Obviously, we know what happened here in, in, in uh, Las Vegas with Ruggs. But to Judy on the field, to David's point, Wes, this is a guy they're counting on. It was a clear drop that would have kept that yeah. drive going. And again, for a team that's fighting for every inch, every yard, every point, try to stay in the walk. And Vic Fangio to try to hold on to his job, mm -hmm. right? That's a big drop in a big scenario. Yeah, absolutely. And plus, you know that you have... I think what we've said about Drew Locke is true. He They're more explosive with Drew Locke, yes. I think, on offense. But they also can turn the ball over. But so far, so good. Uh, no turnovers. Only 9 of 13 for 80 yards. But Judy did, did, did need to come down with that. By the way, 7 to 6. 30 seconds left to go in the first half. Raiders minus $1.35 for the game on the money line. Plus 110 on Denver. 33 and a half on your total. Uh, let's get to the NFC playoffs again. This was the odds before action today, Wes. Pre-flop, right? And the team that I kind of had earmarked as a potential team that could sneak in the back door, if you will, with the Niners' bad loss to the Titans after their halftime lead that evaporated, it's the Eagles. Mm -hmm. And I look at them now, plus 125, and, and look, the Vikings losing today. Well, that's a, that's a real tough one in the game they, that was very winnable for them. Uh, but they gave up the big punt return there in the second half, could not capitalize on Matt Stafford mistakes. And I look at that Eagle football team, and I know it's not dynamic, and I know they're not sexy. Jalen Hurts is figuring out ways. I like to credit people for winning, not going, well, but he can't do this. But he, if you win, I'm going to give you a lot of leeway. And right now, the Eagles playing better defense and doing enough offensively, Wes, right now at plus 125. Mm -hmm. And again, that number's going to come down after their win today. I like them more than I do the Saints. Yeah, if this was price right now, I wouldn't be surprised to see a minus by the Eagles in terms of that because – they are 8-7. and seven. They got the win. And everybody else that was kind of around them uh, lost today. Mm -hmm. Minnesota lost. Washington, of course, still plays tonight at Sunday Night Football. They are 6-8. and eight. Minnesota lost, as I mentioned. Uh, Atlanta did win, but 7-8. and eight, So 
and they're only four and seven in the conference. So right. they're a team that probably is going to need some help. But you've got an Eagles team at eight and seven. 49ers also at the same record, but the 49ers would be just ahead of the Philadelphia Eagles because of that head to head win earlier in the season. So, yeah, I think Philadelphia kind of right now looks like they are in the driver's seat, at least to keep a wild card spot. They go to Washington next week in Washington. We're going to know what kind of. Yeah effort we're going to get probably depending on what they do tonight down in big D but if they're all of a sudden six and nine it's like okay it's done here and then you, of course you get Dallas in on the ninth uh we have a sudden change and I, I believe we're trying to get back out to David Gascon for the latest on this because I look up and I just see Derek Carr the reason why we're going to bring this up okay and let's go back out to David Gascon I'm not sure what it was Wes pre-flop here for Raiders first half they had a one-point lead in, the, in a line that had gone back from one to one to one to zero. And then all of a sudden, the Broncos, great athletic play. David, what in the wild, wild world of sports just happened? Yeah, you know, David, answer your question. I actually saw it at Las Vegas minus one for the first half. And there was 32 seconds to play <laughs> in the second quarter at the 25-yard line. And Derek Carr tries to throw a screen pass. It was batted and then picked off by Bradley Chubb. He's down right now at the one-yard line. So Denver has a golden opportunity not only to get points, but to get seven of them if they can. can. Either way, they should take the advantage at the end of the first half. They're down right now seven to six. But this is just a mind-boggling play because you look at the time with 32 seconds to go in the first half. Wow. And you're at your 25-yard line. World of the Raiders doing this is vintage Raiders. It doesn't matter if it's L.A., Oakland, or Las Vegas. This is Raiders, baby. Javante yep. Williams carries that in, David, to your point. Again, for old-timers like myself, Red Rocket screen, Jack Squirek in the Super Bowl. Joe Theismann tried that. And we're going to have Rick Doc Walker coming. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to bring it up to Doc because he's a much bigger man than me. But I'm sure that play still resonates. We just try to throw a screen at the end of the first half to get something going, yeah. and it turns into a disastrous play. That just happened to the Raiders. Back then, the Raiders were the recipient against the Washington football team. Now they're down 13-7. Depending on your number, 13-7 is going to be the score. There were some 20s due to the over. They elect to kick the extra point. They don't go for two. There was a lot of 20 and a half out there, including at BetMGM, juice to the under. So going to fall a half point short, even though you got a break there. Probably didn't think you'd have to sweat that, but with two turnovers by the Raiders here in the last couple minutes. Yeah, Denver's going to have the halftime lead 13-7. Wow, that's going to be a bad beat. By the way, the Steelers went for it on fourth down, didn't get it. So now the Chiefs knocking on the door for more as they are inside of a minute to go in about the 20-yard line. Don't go anywhere. Rick Doc Walker joining us right here in the Green Zone on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, welcomes you with a lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any pro football game, and if any team scores a touchdown, you're going to win 200 in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VSIN200 when you make your very first wager. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM special offers all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com. Use the bonus code VSIN200 to win 200 in free bets if any team simply scores a touchdown. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. This is week number 16 of the Green Zone. They have started the third quarter in Seattle with the Seahawks holding on to that 17-7 lead. They're about to go to halftime in Kansas City. The Steelers averted a disaster. Yeah. Went for it and fourth down, didn't get it. But the Chiefs missed a subsequent field goal, so still yeah, 23 Elliot Fry, another missed kick, of course, in for Buckner. Looks like Pittsburgh is going to take a timeout here. Nine seconds left to go. 23 nothing Kansas City. Underway in the third quarter, 17-7 Seattle. And then Denver leading the Las Vegas Raiders, 13-7. Raiders minus 2.5 for the second half, 20.5 your total. You know, Wes, that I try not to play favorites, but Rick Doc Walker is one of mine. Of course, you follow him on Twitter as I do at Rick Doc Walker. Does a great job at my old stomping grounds in D.C. Fox 5 pregame with my guy Tom Fitzgerald. Of course, though, a former tight end for the Washington football team back when the Burgundy and Gold were winning Super Bowls. And, Doc, first of all, a belated have a Merry Merry Christmas and an early Happy New Year to you. You know, we just saw what happened in, in the Raiders game here where Derek Carr threw a screen pass that was tipped and ran back almost for a touchdown to the one that the Broncos then scored. It reminded me of Jack Squirek 
Do you remember that uh, Red Rocket screenplay, sir? No, I don't. No, <laughs> well, you know, early CTE, no, no, I don't. I don't. Oh, I, I'm, I thank you for bringing that up. Wes, I don't know how you do it, man. I, I know. I, I, he, he has a knack, Doc, for bringing up sore <laughs> subjects at the inappropriate yeah. time. That's okay. If you have me back in January, I will have the last laugh. <laughs> Doc, obviously, whenever it's Cowboy Week, we got to have you on the show. We really appreciate you taking the time. You and I have been to that stadium before where RG3 is rookie year. Uh, had a, a great upset win that day in a blowout scenario here. Hey, Washington football team's a big underdog. This line has trickled down to about nine now as the Cowboys, though. More than a touchdown favorite still everywhere across the board, Doc. I got to think that you like this spot for the Washington football team coming off the COVID game and, and what happened in Philadelphia and now going to Dallas with really – Kind of, you don't want to say nothing to lose, but at least nobody's expecting them to win. Well, you're not expecting them to win. I'm expecting them to win uh, because Dallas is not playing great offensively. Defensively, they're fantastic. And you, as you well know, anything can happen. We have our quarterback back, which is a big, big change. We had a kid who was there three days and played last week. I thought he played well enough. He didn't crap the bed. But defensively, we got to be able to stop the run. And the Cowboys aren't running as, as well as they'd like to. We got to hope that they, it doesn't start today. And then you got Prescott, who's on the mend. And so you don't know what version of, of that it will get. But it's an emotional game, as you well know. I got to hope that there's enough people in our locker room that feel that. They got crushed in the first half of the first meeting. And they showed some life coming back, but they failed because they lost. So this is winner take all. They don't win this, you can stick a fork in them. Doc, uh, Washington, of course, did have to play on Tuesday night against Philadelphia. And I know you as a player, look, you've been in the Monday night game where it's already a short week when you play Monday night and then have to go play on Sunday. But now only five days here. Uh, how do you think that this team is going to come out, though? I know when you played, though, they did a lot more hitting during the week than they are at this point of the season. Well, you great point because they, they don't hit. I mean, it shells. To be honest with you, players like it. Less practice. Let's get to the game if you're not nicked up, which you need the, the whole six days so just for healing. So guys that are bumped up, that'll be a tough. But if not, just go play. You're on Sunday night football. The whole world's watching, including Dave. So just <laughs> to beat him, just to ruin his day, mm -hmm. it's worth it. So I, I, I think that anything, anything is possible in today's NFL. And all kidding aside, both teams have dealt with COVID. Everybody's deal with the uncertainty. But right now, once you get the guys that are going to lock up and play, it's an opportunity for somebody to be discovered. Doc, I always appreciate your honesty. It's something I've admired about you for, for the decades that we've known each other now. I look at Taylor Heineke, and to your point, no excuses. Heineke, you played on Tuesday night, now you got to play on Sunday night. Whole world's watching. He did not play in that game on Tuesday. I don't want to say he's going to be fresh, but I know he's going to be motivated to play. Have they found the quarterback of the future in D.C.? I'm not certain of that. What I'm certain is that he was nicked up against Dallas. So now he had a hand and he had a knee. So now he's healthy. He, he, we need his mobility. That's his chief asset, the threat of run. Dallas is just, it's hard to find anybody playing better defensively. When you get some guys back, now they got a groove going. They're feeling good about themselves. Now they're, they're forcing a lot of turnovers, but they're still giving up some plays. You can get plays, but you got to have time to get it. They're not going to give away anything. I guarantee that place will be on fire tonight. You know, we're watching teams play today, and it's really been a lot of up-and-down football. 
But when you get this opportunity, you got to take advantage of it. And if not, you'll get gutted. It feels like an underscript to that point, Doc, because of the way the defenses have been playing, the way Dallas's defense has been playing here. So I wonder, do you think Ron Rivera says, all right, the way they're getting after the quarterback, maybe I won't put Taylor back there in, in pure drop-back scenarios and maybe more of a running game for the Washington football team? Well, you can't be predictable because then you roll right into their trap. The Dallas can play the run. They got athletes, man. They can do whatever you need. What you got to do is keep four on the sideline. So you got to sustain drives. We got to keep drive. You can't four three and punt. You three and punt in that place, and they get those guys their wide outs going. It would be a disaster. So what you got to do is keep them off balance. I hope we see some things we quite frankly haven't seen. I'm a fan to hurry up. Mm. I think Taylor's better when he's not thinking, and I go hurry up. And I would really go after establishing that line of scrimmage. Uh, what Dallas did in the first half in the first meeting, it's just been two weeks ago. That's got to be in their mind. For whatever reason, they were lethargic at the, at the open. They didn't come out firing. You got to come out firing. You got to win the first quarter. That gives you a chance to be relevant and be in this thing. Because if Dallas, if they get rolling, you know, it's tough. But if you, if you, if you just keep four on the bench and keep, grounding and pounding, getting some first downs. You can't kick field goals against Dallas. Right. you got to score. You can't score. I mean, it's like playing Kansas City. You have to put points on the board to beat the Cowboys. Doc, the old adage is that the NFL is a copycat league, and what we did see on Tuesday night, albeit that the Washington football team's defense has been much improved in the latter part of the season, Philadelphia ran all over them, 5.6 yards to carry, 238 yards. Do you expect that Dallas is going to follow that same script, maybe to take a little bit of pressure off a struggling Dak and go Pollard and Zeke pretty much all game long? I'm sure they'd love to do that, and that's what John Allen and Payne and those guys have to stop. We can't let it get to our linebackers. That's the weakness of the defense, and especially tonight with 26 for us not playing. So he was our best player in the box. You take him out, so now we got to get a hero. Somebody's got to step up that hadn't stepped up. We get Cameron Curl back. He didn't play against Philadelphia. He's really our most productive player consistently on defense, so now he comes back. You know, but I don't really care who plays. Everybody there picks up a check. Nobody turns the check in on Monday and say, I didn't deserve it. They all take it. So all I'm saying is that if you make the most, I expect you to do the most. We got to get our, we got Pro Bowl guys and all that. Well, show it. You know, that I, I want to see the Pro Bowl guys we have, the guys that are alternate, show up today. If you, who you are, we'll, we'll see in about four or five hours. Doc, got about one minute to go, and I know you want to ruin my night tonight and pull this upset down there in Jerry World. But you already ruined my childhood with the fun bunch when you used to dance in Texas Stadium when you guys would score a lot of touchdowns. What were those days like for the old-timers that might not remember what this rivalry was truly about? Well, it, it's, it's epic. I mean, the fatigue game is – I almost wore my fatigue tonight for you, but I said, no, I, I'm not going to pour on, pour it on. <laughs> but what I am going to remind you of – and you know you've been there. I mean, there has been some crazy things that happened in this series. And it, you just need that possibility. The place would be, a, it'll be crazy. And I love going there. I really miss that I'm not there because I have a ball. I love the people on the lower level in the sweet dream seats. I go by and heckle them, you know, going back <laughs> on the sideline. And it's a lot of fun. And I've had my heart broken, you know, on the last play of the game there. Romo, I mean, we've had those kind of games where you think you've won. Then they've had those kind of games. And Santana Moss comes through, you know, with the two bombs. Oh, yeah. So 
we, we've kind of done it back and forth, and that's what I hope we have. I just hope we have something that we keep watching for four quarters and we don't flick the Netflix off. I mean, I hope it's really a hell of a game. <laughs> Me too, Doc. Hey, you are simply the best, my friend. We really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, Merry Blade Christmas as well, my friend. We'll catch up again soon. God bless you and be safe. Be Absolutely. Safe. Thank you, Doc. Nobody you like too. Nobody, I mean it, like the DOC. Uh, much more to get to. We'll get you some adjusted odds and numbers. Come on back. It is the Green Zone on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare we are the voice of nascar the green flag is in the air and we are underway the great american race the motor racing network NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes, Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.